0: You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc cc 1st and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show.
1: Yourself, you plug Go, plug Go plug yourself. You plug and plug and plug it. Go plug yourself. You plug and
0: plug
2: and plug it. Go plug yourself. You plug and plug
3: and plug it. Go plug yourself. It's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Yeah, rolling, we rolling. Is this thing on? on. Hey,
0: is this
2: thing on? on. What's <laughs> happening?
1: <laughs> Mic check, is this thing on? This DX.
2: Since when do we do this, the fake, the fake intro? No, I just, just, just cause when you said
1: it. is this thing on, I just immediately went to DX. You know, you know DX's theme song? Re- Ryan, you remember wrestling? Uh, of course I do. Do you remember? Hey, you know what?
3: I'm wearing this microphone. I- I've done a lot of podcasts. I've recorded my own. Yeah. But I've never worn a headset before. You put it on. I put it on upside down. I'm wearing it wrong. I either Oh, I'm wearing it wrong with me you See up how well, you have it on. See how it sort of like wraps around yeah, the back, it around of, your the back of your head. Well, you this thing you, But is that working out for you? Can I revolutionize this and wear it this way? This it this way? Like, it if you're comfortable with it on, you're showing. your levels. Can I be like crisscross and do this? I've never seen anybody rock it like that. Okay. And usually
1: just falls right off their head. If that happens, that'll suck. But his levels are showing up fine, so it's okay. I Kind
3: of feel like I'm in I'm either like a drummer of Hanson or I'm announcing a parade. Yeah. yeah. Either
1: either way, we like we. I think we've talked about this on the podcast like a hundred times. I really no, enjoy I think it's the up. headset element of it because you can move around and you yeah. stay the same proximity from the microphone. When we finally it's all true. kill
2: ourselves and they make a, a montage of this uh, podcast, like a, like a uh, you know, like a. In memoriam Memoriam thing. episode. As they will. There's, there's like got to be like a 10-minute sequence devoted to talking about the mics. About, like us, like a highlight reel of us talking about mics. Talking about microphones. Explaining the mics to the guests. Yes. The guests not understanding the mics, mm-hmm. et cetera, you're, et cetera. All mics, Me, that f- brief period the, where the mic set would not fit my head at all because of the, the thickness of my head hair. Head. I liked that. my, fa-
1: my favorite microphone-related story was Kane Hodder, who refused to put the mic around his head and just held it. Oh. And, like, refused. Like, like Bob Parker like, nope. style. Okay. Absolutely
2: were not. You, weren't you on that junket with us? Yeah,
3: I, the, you, that's a funny thing about the junkets is that on um, Fantasia we're usually they usually put us right after each other. Like we <laughs> yeah. did Lloyd right the after guys, each other, English, and like the the two, yeah. the two dumb English, like the, the yeah. two like two idiot Anglo two fanboys two sets <laughs> of idiot fanboys. Yeah, <laughs> Just, there we go. It's you guys, and then me and Jay usually you know wander after mm. vice versa. Hey,
1: yeah, but I was gonna say, I was like, well, how does it work out better? like if if we follow you or if you follow us like which one is the most it's definitely better to it's definitely crowds.
2: better if Ryan follows us Ryan i don't want i don't want to be insulting but i just feel yeah we exude professionalism except for that one time where we lost a massive chunk of Lloyd Kaufman's interview was that was Lloyd Kaufman we, we no. lost a massive chunk of somebody's interview once Oh, I don't remember. But it wasn't Lloyd. We did good with Lloyd. It was, <laughs> it was close. close. Somebody it else. Was there, was, cl- there was somebody who we fucked up on, or something.
1: Yeah, I think what is what that was one of the JFL ones where we're just sort of like it's gone. It's no, all gone. I think it was Fantasia. Anyway, that what? happens
3: to me, man. My Tarzan Dan interview, uh, <laughs> like that one, didn't work. Like the audio, I got PJ Phil that day, PJ Paul, everybody, but the audio, the first interview we did that day, for some reason, the audio just didn't record. Yeah. So now I have to subtitle like nine <laughs> minutes of stuff. We had PJ Paul on. PJ Paul, we had PJ Phil on. We didn't have Paul on. So you guys check out this bruise of my. Yeah, head. I was going to ask you about Who? it, but
1: then I was like, maybe I don't want to, because Walter sometimes has, like, bruises for, like, not fun reasons. Is she hitting Like, you? what? What kind of not fun reasons? If you were like, I got blackout drunk and fell down the stairs, which I guess is also a fun reason. <laughs> a fun reason. <laughs> I, got, I, was, I was like, I thought
2: you were going to go dark. I'm like, what like, what are you talking about? Maybe
1: or like you... Someone picked a fight with you. How'd you get the bruise, bud? I got black not Sure, jerk. it's not sure. like I, well, what? <laughs>
2: that it, is a major bruise to get. Not it, well, out. it's it's not. It is and it's not because it doesn't hurt at all. It's like this. It's doesn't, like it's just like surface. It's like blood a, a very much a surface thing. I think like a vein blew up or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it just so got, you were like, at the gym and you weirdly like, discolored something. It looks better today. This is this looking oh. better. Huh. <laughs> it looks pretty bad. Yeah, I know, right? Because there's, like there's like a purple line down the middle, yeah. and
1: it's like blue, and it's gross. I was like, did you get get a caught in the ropes? Like that looks like something. No, I think what actually might have
2: happened is I might have been like pretending to like to like sell like a beating and stuff, and like I think I might have like flung my arm down over like a, 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 a gate, like a, a fence or something, yeah, just across the street actually, <laughs> and like it's just, like a, a narrow little metal thing, but I anyway, I think I clipped it weird or something. That's that might be what happened, or Chris Vendito chopped my arm. But I feel like you'd have to chop the Christ at me to <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know that, that's very straight. Yeah, that implies so. like a thing. So why is Ryan here? It's I mean, little, like Ryan's Ryan's got a lot of things going on. I mean, like
3: you, 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 yeah. you, you do your YTV uh channel. Thing. Yeah, the you me and YTV channel, a fan, <laughs> basically just fan uh fan channel. Because I was kind of tired of uh no special features or real interviews existing of any of these things, like, right? It's kind of like... uh
2: and you know there's got to be thousands of hours of footage somewhere. Yeah. We spoke to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we, we I listened
3: to your interview with PJ Phil the other day. Yeah, yeah like it was, like, was all right. It was, it was, it fun. was great. Was pretty it was super good. fun. It was great. Phil <laughs> stayed sober the entire time. It was... Uh, we <laughs> all did. Huh? We all did.
0: We all did. We all did. It, was a,
3: it was a good interview because, like, you guys didn't talk about Walter's bruise for, like, ten minutes, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know. Hey, come on. It's four, four yeah. minutes, four minutes of Bruce no, coverage. No, I, I do, that and, um. You talk about that. Walter's bruises on your channel? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <That's>, exactly. It's <you, laughs> very strange. You, hey, do you know Walter? Do you <laughs> seen his gnarly Bruce? You, me, and Blackout Drunk Abuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I got that channel and I started that up a couple of years ago and it just started, the guests started really pouring in and that's uh, great because like once again, like Canadians, we don't celebrate our nostalgia as much as Americans do, I guess.
1: I, which is weird to me because yeah. I was like so much of that stuff happens like at least partially subsidized by the government so like yeah. when they when he when he was talking about uh like chorus entertainment or whatever like oh, I think it's chorus yeah. owning like tons and tons and tons of the footage and it's just never going to be released and if anybody puts up full episodes of anti gravity room or whatever it gets taken down and and I was like, but didn't we, like, taxpayers, by not we, we were children, but, yeah. like, our parents as taxpayers. It was, it was us. too. Us also. It was us. Us being like, it get was YDV. Us. But I'm like, they produced all that CanCon with, like, CanCon grants. Yeah. Partially, at least. Partially funded by government taxpayer money. So I was like, why can't we get those
3: things back? Like. Yeah, exactly. And also it's, um, you know, if you ever want to see on YouTube, anyone who's listening gives a shit. Um, there's this, uh, premiere of YTV. It was a special event and it's hosted by John Candy. Okay. What? Yeah. I what? found this randomly, like while <laughs> doing research. Like, with, like, 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 YTV, yeah. like launch date. Yeah. Like, this is like YTV's the first video date killed And it's John Candy talking about here's a new channel for just for kids. So there's not going to be anything. Screwed up in it, and will uh, oh, be anything nothing. real messed up, and then yeah.
1: the messed up started happening. And they were like, <laughs> then they were like Treehouse TV, yeah, like YTV, but without the messed up stuff. <laughs> like, are getting well, that's like well, younger you, and younger. you really <laughs> look
3: closely at the old stuff too, you could tell, like you know, there wasn't anybody with a microscope examining everything they did, like they would now. <laughs> yeah, so they, everything's so, I don't know. Right, and then, and down. also,
1: you, you, I mean,
2: you, you made music videos. I thought the TV was so weird, man. They, they Like. They, they can put anything on that fucking channel, man. Yeah. Like, do you remember how? You remember how? Like, they used to like Sunday afternoons. They used it's to like have on like situation. like old movies, like old black and white movies and stuff. Yeah. You remember that?
3: Yeah. And they have weird British TV shows too, like yeah. Forever Night. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's like on like fucking like ten thirty on a Friday yeah. night. What's on? Like a BBC sick you being served like keep keep the fuck. keeping like, up appearances. You no. Know? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, those were those were really. And weird. then and then like there was like remember there was weird like in the in the. Like I want to say around circa ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. There was those. There was sometimes like the shows wouldn't take up enough time, yeah, and they didn't want to show more commercials, so they would have these weird like computer generated. Yeah, you, know like, wha- you know why those musical? Why that graphic sequences? I have no idea shit. actually. Please, I, c- I, can tell you know I can
1: tell you exactly why those exist. Oh, That's when they're playing American they're really- things. Uh, Americans' television broadcasting oh, yeah, can have, like, minutes. X number of minutes of Do you of remember the things? Do you remember these filler segments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they those were weird, like the, weird. Like, the, like the, the music notes, like, bouncing. Yeah, yeah yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Just, like, so it was just... American broadcasts. We were allowed to – I think they were allowed to broadcast to kids the same way. Like, they were allowed to have eight minutes yeah. per half hour, so 16 minutes an hour of advertising. But in Canadian broadcast standards, it you were only allowed to advertise to kids for, like, less number of minutes. Mm-hmm. So the commercial breaks, they, they couldn't fill that time. So they had these little shorts to be like, and we're evening up the hours. So they like had to throw these shorts in because
3: they could only advertise to kids ten minutes an hour. Well, the sailor, the cast of Sailor Moon was telling me on the show. <laughs> well, they were telling you were me on, on Sailor Moon. Uh, no, the, the, but they were on my show. Oh, I didn't understand that. Yeah. You were the, anyway, the cat. Uh, <laughs> you were the cat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was. I was Sailor Uranus. Oh yeah. shit! Uh, anyhow, my voice used to be much higher. Right. No, that's a lie. Um. So yeah, uh, they were telling me that uh, they had to cut out so much of the Japanese version that they literally had to make up this thing called Sailor Moon says at the end of it, yeah, because of a kid's riding on a bike without a helmet due to uh, you know Sailor, I don't know what it says. Sailor Moon. Moon says,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. They had to they just they they had to
3: create
2: extra filler. I think
3: there should be a Walter Ling says, Walter really Ling says, yeah. Walter right.
2: Ling says bruises are okay as long as they don't hurt too much. Hey,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, so that must have been yeah. like doubly. So they must have like the Sailor Moon cut. For the states, yeah, which they've already cut out tons of the Japanese content, which was crazy. Well, all the
3: dubbing was done here by Canadian actors, actually. Yeah. So it was all it was all made and edited and dubbed in Canada and then sent to the states, actually.
1: Yeah, but they must have edited it for American TV time and then
3: edited it again for Canadian TV time. Um, you know, there are like kind of more uncut episodes on DVD. I find hmm. I don't know. I, I you know what? <laughs> this is a fucked up thing about Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon fans are all fucking crazy. Like. <laughs> I, uh, interviewed these two guys, right? And I was, I was working at Montreal Comic Con. And I, uh, had time to <laughs> e- interview these guys. And right. I really want to edit those. Toby Proctor and, uh, Linda Ballantyne, aka Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon. And, um, I'm half asleep, been working for a month, getting the Red for the yeah, con. Yeah. And I just go over the interview and kind of just not sleepwalk through it, but definitely like, I'm aware of my mortality, yeah. but this is exciting at the same time. So yeah. when I edited it together, I edited a clip. I didn't know to me that three people have played Sailor Moon because right. their three job, is, voice their job is essentially to sound exactly like the same person yeah, yeah, as yeah, much yeah. as possible. Yeah, exactly. It's, so that there's no like yeah, gap in the kids. Yeah, it's not like design. when they changed Aunt Viv. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit. Like. <laughs> so anyway, I put the wrong clip, and got bum. Guarded. It oh, was the first time fanboy of like, Seven "Oh my fans god!" Were like,
1: that was the wrong voice actor, Ryan. Exactly, you exactly.
3: To the extent where it's like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. I want to beat him with a bat." And I'm like, "What? Oh. I must, <laughs> I must be getting fucking beat famous or something?" Because if you're giving me this kind of hate, there's
1: no way to like get more bad press than to like make something like make an inaccuracy in a fandom.
3: Yeah, like if you're
1: sort of like
2: wrong idiot. Like I'm sure that's kind of like what that's. As a side note. That what that that kind of fervor and quote unquote fandom that you're talking about now and like and making faux pas. That, that's kind of like interjecting on any kind of like Trump message board right now. Okay? <laughs> like Pro Trump thing. Like if you like like fuck with their shit, like they cut they get on you like fanboy style. It's crazy.
1: So like. are we gonna are we gonna go? Did you just we should just start only making anti Trump podcasts? Okay. And just well, just real getting on board with that and then we'll get a ton of listens.
2: And haters, death threats and so many haters. Listen,
1: at minute eighteen, they said that Trump doesn't have a foreign policy, and then
2: we'll be criminals. I've been—I've already been accused of being criminal. Have you been accused of being criminal? Were you accused of being criminal by the the by the, by the, the
3: angry, the anime, angry anime, fans? anime fans? You're a criminal. I am, I'm amazed that they dedicated that much of their day to writing the lengthy paragraphs they did. because yeah, t- you know it was well written, so they probably proofread it and all that. Like so before I'm like, I'm, I click send, I want I'm to research. I'm like, be this, this video is about six minutes long and your paragraph must have taken you two hours to write. Yeah. So. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Man. But, but, but you but I mean, yeah, the you YTV must be yeah. treading on a lot of like people's very like very important memories. And if you mess anything up, they're like, no.
3: Well, no, just the <laughs> Sailor Moon one was the only one that gave me any trouble because <laughs> it's not like these actors are being celebrated as in like, look, this is how many people have like in yeah, American yeah. pop culture, like you know, everyone remembers the Ant Viv change. Like I said before, it's yeah. like it was a big deal. But in that, in cartoons, they try to sneak someone in as someone mm. quits or gets fired. They just try to keep it consistent so the kid believes it's the same voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So had there been like giant sirens and indications, but whatever. Toby Proctor, the voice of Tuxedo Mask, has since become a good friend of mine, which is yeah. cool. uh, Do you only call him Tuxedo Mask? Uh, no, I call him T. Actually. Have you been to his home? You're like he thinks it's for Toby, but really it's for Tuxedo Mask. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to his home? Uh, well, not yet. He lives in Toronto. Has he been to your home? He lives in Toronto. No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You think that'll happen at some point down the road? I don't see why not. Fair. Heard here first, kids.
1: Toby Proctor,
3: A.K.A. T. Tuxedo Mask. Very, very Ryan Toby Christmas. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing, actually. Um, but no, I've had on our guys on the show, like our uh, Ross Hall, like Gary O'Neill, You afraid of the dark? Had a lot of cast members <laughs> Had a cast, a lot of cast members of student bodies, and you know, there's a niche for student bodies. Exactly. Ow. There's um, a niche for people that remember that kind of time on YTV and Canadian television. The same way we remember the Attitude Era. You know. Did you ever do
2: the Halloween contests? Um,
3: the, no, the, I never. YTV called it. I tried. Do you yeah, know I, what I'm talking about? I know The PJ you did. field
2: was not. Did, would, for some reason, couldn't access that part of his memory. You couldn't access <laughs> giant... And I was like, you remember movie. the contests? I he never like, won those he's contests. He's like, listen, listen buddy,
1: I made like four hours of content every day for <laughs> yeah, like 15 <laughs> years. Like,
2: like, but you remember the contests and but shit? But do you yeah. remember yeah. that? Where, where did you grow
3: up? Like, here? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Here? Where? Comedy uh, works? Uh, yeah. works? Downstairs um, Comedy Works. In, uh, yeah. you know. But
2: like, did you ever try? You never tried to call in?
3: Yeah, I tried to call once and I didn't get it anywhere. It was brutal, yeah. I was sweating bullets, scared as fuck, trying to like, uh call in back then because, you know, I Didn't do much as a kid obviously <laughs> were you uh so where where in montreal did you did you grow up you um you, actually lower
1: westmount lower westmount a little silver in a in here. a little
3: rent control apartment so oh. I got all the pleasant villeness without the uh the actual the build. giant wealth
1: <laughs> without yeah. the wealth of westmount so yeah. that means that's why you were like hence explains your 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 Angloness and
3: your love of YTV. My uh, thick French accent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's it. So, and uh, your
2: and, you, and I mean your better half is is uh, is a YTV person. Yeah, my in, better to, half to an extent, right? Yeah.
3: Well, she, uh, my my yeah, my girlfriend Melissa Galliano. She played a character named Morgan on Radioactive and Radio- that's Radioactive
2: you're watching the zone well, for, <laughs> <those of you laughs> <out, laughs> for
3: those of you out there who are trying to remember which one was student bodies and which one was radioactive this is the one with the guy with the spiky blonde hair yeah yeah. Radio,
1: oh no, it was like student, radioactive, they, they were, on also radio Ryan and student Willner. bodies, I think yeah. they were Ryan Wilner. Ryan Wilner is And an
3: Ryan awesome Wilner was, was the student Do you student know bodies? that and I remember uh, a set that, um, Ryan Wilner and Mike Patterson, I remember two of their sets verbatim. This is how little comedy shows I went to. I just want to say, by the way, yeah. yes,
2: Ryan Wilner is
3: a really cool guy. He's Such a s- great guy. Sweetheart. Is
2: like, yeah, he at yeah. your wedding? Uh, yes, I he think was. so, yeah,
3: exactly. And <laughs> I was at his. No, I was not. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no I was not sorry. Well, Ryan Wilner, yeah. he uh it's funny that I remember uh, Mike Mike Patterson and Ryan <laughs> Wilner, they opened up for uh oh god, what the what the hell is his name again? It's funny, I remember these two dudes sets for my Ryan Wilner was ma- I remember his jokes. I remember Mike Patterson their full act. And this is at uh the comedy Oh, well, this is another comedy club that's not the work, so we won't mention the names. <laughs> but, uh. Um, I wonder what
2: it could possibly be. Yeah.
3: But they were, they're opening up, they're opening up there, uh, right before, uh, oh God, what's that Indian dude's name? Peter something, uh you know i was like peter sellers he's huge he's huge Uh, russell Uh, peters russell peters Peters. for russell how long ago was this oh god this was when i was 19 i'm 32 13 years ago yeah because like russell peters like this kind of blown up (laughs) guys i'm not even kidding this is minutes before this guy got huge like two months later all of a sudden he was the biggest comedian in the world But like um i remember i I remember his set because he did the same set for the next three years, but but I remember Ryan yeah. Wilner and Mike Patterson's set, and it's just it's interesting how, like, Wilner, you know, his material was good, and I remembered it 13 years later, yeah, but yeah. I can't, I've been to here a bunch of times, and yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't hang on to I it, I couldn't mm-hmm. hang on to anything else, I guess. Ra- my
1: Radioactive, did they record, they recorded it in both languages, right, like the, the, the cast was bilingual? There was a French version.
3: Which had some same
1: characters, or all same characters? No, no, th- no, totally different. Because I thought that what's actors, his name was everything. in both.
3: The I don't think so. The com the com- comedy like the 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 comic relief character is well his name's George. Real name's John Carlo.
1: Yeah, I thought that John Carlo was in both. Weirdly, like I remember seeing it in French. I, think I met that guy when I was really hammered once. Talk like, was like, like years later. He's like, awesome. You should find you are yeah. supposed to be the, the keeper of Canadian youth culture, Ryan. Yeah. You should know this. But I feel that I've seen it on in French, and that some of the cast was the same. No.
3: You sure? I really Alex don't think you so. you're wrong. He said, I
1: don't think so. Talk about something else while I look this up.
3: No, All right. Well, no. anyhow, <laughs> speaking of PJ <laughs> Phil, um, I've been doing this Christmas charity show for, God, eight There's years the now. The Holiday Hooligan. Yeah, the How was that the hooligans? transition there? <laughs>
1: Well, Because you'll
3: wait and see, Walter, if you do not know. It seems forced. Do you not know what the well, transition is? Because drum roll, oh, I think it's, he's going s- to be our special guest. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I just,
2: PJ Phil's coming back for the holidays? Yeah. That's amazing. What is this happening? PJ, <laughs> see, I, I'm suddenly I, legitimately I knew, enthusiastic I, about I looked it. up John Carlo PJ and I saw I John Carlo
3: Esposito Christmas. from Breaking Bad. Wrong John Carlo. Yeah. Yeah. Shut not. up,
2: Keith. So wait. Keep going with this plug.
3: Well, he's coming to save Christmas, and Holly Hooligans have been playing for... This lineup's been playing for five years. I started eight years ago, and uh, it all started out because I hated my mom's Christmas music. Awesome. I hate freaking I think like Bing Crosby and all those guys just sound like the soundtrack to someone putting their head in an oven or something. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds dark. Yeah, you know? yeah,
2: especially when it's like in a mall. And I shit.
3: can't, I can't help but pitch visualize the irony of the you know the feeling of feel joy yeah, and it's you know great. yeah, it's terrible.
2: It's terrible. It makes it makes walking through like any kind of public space around this time of year just just a terrible experience. Yeah,
3: but like what Hollywoodians try to do and stuff like that is just celebrate. You know what's fun about Christmas? You know, kind of like the the debauchery. Yeah. The fun. So debauchery where is it? Friends, it and family. it's at Turbo House this year. Yeah. It's at what's Turbo what's House. the date? What's the What's the date on that? At, uh December
2: seventeenth. <laughs> December. So what day of the week is that? It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Shit, so so PJ Phil's coming in, and he's going to yeah. be your special guest. That's super cool.
3: Yeah, he's going to be a special guest, the host, because... Um, is he coming in just for that? Is he doing other stuff all this no, year? No, he's just or? coming in for that. That's super cool. And I, uh, yeah, originally, when we started doing this, uh, the first guy to ever host what I want him to host was actually Nick from Trigger, Effect. Right. Years and years ago, because Nick, I, if anyone's been to Fear and Loathing, know that Nick on a mic is hilarious. Like, let him interact with people. It is amazing. And... uh he used to get people on stage and need would ask them questions. He's like, "All right, so name name how many reindeer Santa have, and stuff like that." And if they say something, he's like, "You are absolutely wrong. Get the fuck off my stage." <laughs> and it was just wonderful. But anyway, uh, no one no one can ever fill the void the void that uh, Nick left as left now. by by yeah, the late great Nick Baber. Nick, yeah. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cling, cling. Surprisingly. Walter's glasses empty. Yeah, I, I, got, a little bit. With I got a little bit. It's fine. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think it's pretty rad that, uh, I, I, we did a Turbos last year and it was like, we did it at Mas Bar for so many years and right. we were like, the, you know, what do you want to call it? Backstage area it was the back, like, refrigerator. And, uh, <laughs> Bar. Refrigerator and that Mas- Mas Bar
2: had a, ch- a certain charm,
3: though. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, there was this band that, uh, some people I knew were in. They were in a cover band called Sons of Legends and I just remember going to those shows and it's just being like, Man, it is fun. this bar is so fun with a live yeah. bannier. Yeah. It is exactly what yeah, makes Mazbar, the bar work. Mazbar was some great yeah. times. I had, I had great times at Mazbar, and we played until the last year they were opened, and then we needed a new venue. We did Turbo last year. The Saloon
1: wasn't uh, wasn't available as a venue.
3: <laughs> huh. I don't think a Jersey Saloon would work considering they got rid of the stage and I'd be too tempted to ride the bull the entire time. Yeah, just
1: do it while singing. Have yeah. you ridden, Have you been on the bull?
3: Yes. Have you gone on the bull?
1: How'd you do? Oh, I was so awful. You were awful? My yeah. wife was remarkably good at it because I think she's so small. Strong legs. Well, Wait, 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 wait! Sarah was
2: good at the mechanical bull. Ridiculously good. I feel like it would be like it would turn on and she would like fly across the think, room. That's what you think, but
1: I don't think she has enough weight for to pick up like any force because she. It was like the it was spinning and she was just. She was like, just kind of like hugging it. Yeah, like. exactly. That's it. And I was like, she didn't provide enough weight to. be Yeah, like, I like
2: ate shit like in like, like three seconds. Yeah, so did me.
1: Andrew. Andrew. Andrew was like boom and just like turfed it right that's away. So Sarah weird. just like hung on for such a long uh, time, like, it was like cheers, and then like enough that like the cheers kind of like subsided, being like, well this is brain. lasting way longer, then there were like more cheers. <laughs> like, it was just kind of like, and you saw the guy just kind of like looking, being like, mmm, just like working the joystick. It's like, he's actively trying to throw you, right? Like he has yeah. like, he can move it and be like, spin, and, like, flick, flick at the wrist, and try to t- chuck you off. And the guy was just trying to like throw her and being like, what's going on? This small tiny girl's just like hanging onto this bull. <laughs>
3: But But sadly,
1: Jersey Saloon replaced the Maz.
3: And then you guys needed a new venue. Well, I remember when I walked by Jersey Saloon for the first time and just saw it. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And I've only been in there once. And it's just kind of like, that's a bar that it's like a Def Leppard show. You (laughs) have to have 20,000 people in there. For Def Leppard to make sense, yeah. But if there's 15 people watching a big production like Def Leppard, it'd be, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous. That's, no, yeah, I know exactly but what you so, mean. So so you're 100 right. When there's two or three people in the I bar and these like, girls get on stage and they stage still and have, right? yeah, they still Cause have to, because like, it's like I feel that they don't have control. I feel the speakers oh, are just like yeah. boy. and you're like, oh no, it's like twice an another. hour. Like, they have <laughs> like, yeah. to do like twice an hour, and they're doing it in front of two people. Like what? You know, like whatever. Everyone's got to make a living, but at that point, yeah, I can imagine you just don't feel good. Yeah, when, when,
1: when you're sort of like, when someone's like, looks over from the video lottery, being like, uh, and then just like, looks back to their video. Every lottery. time we
3: played MazBar, every time without a doubt, there's these people on the video lottery machines that would A complain about sound check <laughs> and uh, not move the entire show. No amount of our music could make them. Stop hey. gambling. <laughs> it was amazing. The only thing that made them stop gambling is people nudging into them during, like, you know. Yeah, they're like, hey, why are you dancing? Here? That was phase. that was
2: a fun part of Maz. because yeah. they were like they were just kind of like the like the 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 artwork, right? Yeah. Like, it, it was <laughs> the great. pictures. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. man, oh man! I remember, oh man, uh, man, I remember when Maz. I remember
3: when Walter showed up, man. I, every time Walter shows up to anything I put on, I'm like, this must be a good event. If Walter showed up, I I'm glad <laughs> I mean, but, you're
1: here, man could mean anything really yeah. Walter showing up he might
3: have showed up by accident like he might yeah. have just been going to Maz Bar and been like oh no 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 no, no 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 <laughs> no no, I, rem- I remember specifically I was worried about numbers one year and I'm like Walter you would in the world and if you showed up because if <laughs> no one shows up here I'm 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 gonna listen to Bane Crosby. <laughs> put my head <laughs> Just in the kill oven. Myself. No, but uh it was a good year and a lot December of December seventeenth, yeah. god
2: damn it. What day of the week yeah. is that? I wanna make a so. fucking my fucking weekends are destroyed. I really wanna to come to this.
3: December seventeenth is the twenty third is, 23rd is a Friday. Your mouth. It's a it's a Saturday. And uh, Saturday. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put it earlier next year because it's getting, you know, how the changes every the day gets pushed yeah, closer yeah. and closer and closer. Yeah. Pretty soon, it's like gonna not make any sense to have a show two days before Christmas. Everyone's gonna have something to do. Like, yeah, Like we always have to compete with work office parties and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah But that's, but I feel that the work office parties are happening earlier. Like yeah. I know a lot of the work office, like all of my company's Christmas parties because there's like multiple departments and multiple everything cause yeah. like for a great big company. They're done by the eighth. Yeah. Like, by the 8th, there's no more holiday parties. Same thing, uh, my wife says this Friday on the 2nd, like, they're, like, the work stuff's getting done sooner and sooner. So I think you're okay. You, yeah, I've, if, I've
3: noticed that, that they've, they're, they're sick of competing with people too. Well,
1: I think that also, what happens is, at least my understanding from talking to, like, the HR people and stuff, is that, the venue is charged so much near Christmas time that they're like the Christmas party is a month beforehand. Yeah. Screw you, venue that wants to triple your prices in December. Didn't so I our el- parties in
2: November? Didn't I once go to a, a hooligan show, a crowbar? Is that, is yeah. that possible?
3: Yeah, uh, we uh, sometimes—not this year. Well, not yet. But I think. I, in, in, but sometimes we would just to justify how much preparation and practice because everyone has their own lives, their own bands. Yeah. are a part time band. So when we come together like me first in the Gimmie Gimmie. Mean. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to actually it's funny that you say it's funny you said that. Because when I first did anything, sort sorry to backtrack, but when I realized that everyone listening was just I first, like who the fuck is this guy? What's when his I first band? Did what is anything. When I when I first took a shit, I was a baby and <laughs> um anyway. <laughs> So, uh, back in the day, my mom just would play this Christmas music constantly, and eventually I'm just like, how do I combat this? Hey. I know, I'll record Christmas music that I can tolerate. I thought you were just gonna be like, And then she could play it.
1: I was like, I'll record Christmas music, and mom yeah. will have to listen to it, cause but, she's uh, proud of me. Yeah, but I was really- Aren't you ins-
3: proud of me, mom? At first I was really inspired by, like, the Brian Sessler Orchestra, cause they, that, their first Christmas album was fucking amazing. And uh, record that with uh, Renee from the Brains. Actually, he was uh, my neighbor, mm-hmm. and I would go sneak over and record with him and stuff. And uh, my 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 mom was aware that I was going over, so I told my mom I was going to record something for my dad, and my mom ended up getting jealous. But meanwhile, <laughs> it was all always for her. <laughs> and um, I did that, and eventually, I'm just like, wow, what would it be like what would it be like to have a live show, a live Christmas band? That'd be really cool. And then eventually put it together, and it was like me first in the Gimme game instead. Yeah. I had uh, Rubis from Disgruntled the in there. I had uh, Renee from The Brains. Marc-Andre, he was in a band with me uh, called Rocks Away at the time. And that lineup lasted two years. And then, look, just people, when they have ki- you know when people have kids and you don't? The worst. And it's just, <laughs> look, now that I'm 32, I understand the headspace everybody was in. Yeah. But back being 24 years old. You're just like I was just like. What do you mean you can't come to band practice all the time? <laughs> but just getting everybody in the same room was so monotonous and difficult. Start getting a revolving door of hooligans. Uh we replaced the drummer the second year with my friend Raph, but the third year I like just the, like the, the third year and this might have been what you're talking about. I played a show a crowbar with just me, my buddy Nathan on drums, and I was just on guitar. Had some friends like Jess K, Danny Rubble open up the show because I couldn't play for two hours just me on a guitar and my. Drum. You know,
2: Danny Rebel part sounds familiar. I feel yeah. like I remember that. So <laughs> that was
3: year three, but then year four came it up, uh, brought it up together again, and uh, yeah, I got my buddy John from without Will, uh, my buddy Johnny B. He's a sick, amazing bass player, grumpy Irish bastard, but great. And uh, my friend Joey Finario, he's an amazing guitar Joey. player. Joey, we all got the Joey
1: gets a Joey, but Johnny doesn't get a Johnny. I'm i i Half listen. Johnny, Johnny, B. B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny, B. <laughs> Johnny Burton. <laughs> hey, well, I, we, I'm
2: literally am fr- afraid of not yeah. giving Johnny B. a shout out because I feel like he might punch my teeth.
3: And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but like just for shit. he could or he would. <laughs> but we all got that together. And uh, what's interesting is like the old lineup. There wasn't any time to do anything, so I'd write these three chord songs that no one can fuck up. All right. <laughs> and then as soon as I got together with Sounds like a these punk band. players, I the first time Joey was ever in a practice with us, he turned to me and said. So we're going to practice a lot, right? And I have tear welled up in my eye from uh-huh. two years of stress. But the reason why I keep doing this <laughs> kind of stuff... I was going to say, I was like, I feel Joey can handle a little yeah. more than a three-chord song. Like. No, I know, exactly. <laughs> Joey and Joey and John are these fantastic players. And yeah. when there's time to practice and write, all of a sudden we turn into a, like a punk-funk band as opposed yeah. to Wannabe, Johnny Cash, you know, watered-down Rockabilly stuff. Because when you have three practices together, yeah. that's all you can play. Right. So... Um, the reason why I keep doing it every year, this, you know, this, now it's part of my life. It's been, you know, eight, eight years, 10, if you want to count recording the old recordings is that, uh, after year two of mass, I was sick of it. I was, I was like this close to being like, all right, that's it. Last show yeah. this year, this year, too much stress, too much. Everything It's like, it's fun. It's good. But you know, it should be enjoyable. I didn't enjoy this one. It was fun, but it could have been funner. Right. And I remember being in future. funner word. I don't know. Whatever it I is, don't now. think so. It more is now. F- more, fun-er-er. more, more funner, more funnest, maximum so, fun times. I Remember being in Future Shop, just like a zombie Christmas shopping, looking at the DVDs. I remember where it was. I was staring at like just this wall, looking at a box of twenty-four uh, of Show Twenty Four. And I got this phone call and it's from- the Second Jack Bauer reference today. It's, yes. <laughs> first on, first on, uh- First off, Mike. Right? Yeah. First off. And off I remember the mind. owner of Maz just saying to me, she's like, uh, oh, I just wanted to tell you that the, with the extra money you guys, uh, raised, we went to this woman's house and her husband had left her and her, she didn't have a, she didn't have a bed, she didn't have a, she didn't have an oven and she had like these Jesus. two kids, she didn't have, and we got, we, what Maz would do is we would raise the money. They'd have baskets of food, and they'd bring them to each house. Right. Yeah, but yeah. this, you know, this woman was pretty – Like, needed more than food. Needed more, need, needed an and oven. with the money, all the volunteers went to the Salvation Army, bought her bought her a futon, second-hand fridge, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And it's just – and that's kind of when I realized. I'm like, okay, here I am bitching like, ah, it was hard and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Was like, but and I'm like, wait a second. Music's awesome. Right. Playing is fun. Yep. Everyone at that crowd had a great time and we kinda saved Christmas in a way for somebody. Someone's Christmas got like a lot better. I'm Someone's sure. Christmas got a lot better, so why the fuck not? Yeah, so yeah. Every every year since then that's been the the that's been the mission.
1: <laughs> okay, Walter, well, are real stretching.
3: No,
2: I'm good. I'm just I was you're holding. You're raising your hand like, like you maybe have a question. No, no, I'm good. Walter. That was question, not. I was, uh, that was. That Walter was. That touching.
3: Finds <laughs> <my> <laughs> <compassion> <laughs> that was
2: touching. No, that was. That was. Yeah. Uh, that was. A, 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 so that's the that's the phone that's a a call that. that and Ryan's heart grew three
3: sizes yeah. that day. At least to
2: a really sizes. grotesquely huge size that shouldn't be the size of anybody's heart. <laughs> uh, okay. The giant. It actually was my. It actually
3: was my gut that grew three sizes. So I guess so.
1: If you're if you're listening to this, you're looking at November 17. Yeah. And if you're like, I don't want to give Ryan stick money, then you're wrong. You're giving charity money, yeah. So if you're like for some reason boycotting Ryan, yeah, you have no reason not to come you to the hate show. Hate me as a
3: human being, you should still come to the show. Is there a designated B-B-J charity B-Phill. this year? Uh, yeah, we're giving it. Um, we're giving it to a toy drive mm-hmm. where they buy they buy a bunch of toys and they disperse it to that because we kind of realized we're like, you know, when you give money to any sort of organization, you don't know. You don't know if it's someone's salary. Yeah. You don't if it, know what if, if, it. if it's the overhead. Yeah, like how much yeah, goes yeah, into know,
1: the overhead. Are you, I don't know which I charity. I don't trust you're a lot
3: at. of, I, honestly, I don't want to like, I don't want to bash charities, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, that's why I liked about Maz is that I saw where the money yeah, went. Yeah, I literally you know saw going. them assembling the baskets and I saw them deliver it. I, I yeah, delivered yeah. a few on the, uh, the last year. And, um, this year, yeah, it's, uh, this place called, well, the organization is called Batshaw, but this specific part of it's got nothing to do with any of the other stuff they do. It is okay. specifically, uh, like, even the, ch- even the check that's written and stuff, well, yeah. the cash envelope, it's, like, written to the toy drive, so no one's salary, no, yeah, one's, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's overhead, no one's printing of anything, nothing of that. It goes directly to them. No,
1: it's cool. I mean, I think that also, obviously, like,
3: that, that charity yeah. notwithstanding, but, like, there's, like, a lot of charities and stuff that have... Well, like Wycliffe of, Jean with... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And when I was reading about that I was just like, man, what a dick. Like yeah, he what spends happened 60 grand flying out bringing spears to Los Angeles yeah. to make 50 grand. Like Yeah, it's super weird. Uh, I mean, yeah. like, that, that's one of my one of my favorite charities
1: uh just to keep things positive is uh the Child's Play charity. Okay. Uh run by the guys who do the Penny Arcade comic and what's awesome mm. about that though that charity is you basically they have like a wish list from the hospitals. And, like, you go to Amazon, and you just straight up buy toys that go to the hospital. Oh, that's so badass. You're, you're, like, there's no, like, money. And it counts as a charitable donation. You get the receipt and everything as though you're donating. But it's, like, you can pay $50, and it's, like, $50 of toys that are the wish list. So you can even buy to your local hospital. So you could be, like, straight up, I'm buying this. It's, like, this video game is going directly to the Montreal Children's Hospital. And you're, like, there's... For the price of that video game, you're not like, there's no yeah. middleman whatsoever, which I was like, that's the coolest. Like, that's I'm cool. literally just buying toys for sick children directly. And I don't
3: have to sneak into their houses to
1: give them to Exactly. Them.
2: God that's super damn it. Every, yeah. time. <coughs> Every time.
1: Every time.
3: Five questions.
1: Find it at your grocer's <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> broke into my grocer's house. <laughs> it was not oh. in his refrigerator. Uh, so that's November 17th uh, at Turbo House, friends yeah. of the show Turbo House. We had Sergio you on a
3: couple weeks ago. We did. And it was great. It's amazing how Turbo House turned out the way it did, man. This was a venue they used to have in their, like, practice space. Yeah. And now it's a legitimate venue. It looks great. Sounds great. You should listen
2: to our Sergio episode. I
3: yeah. will. You yeah. Should. I, it's, it's I a, will. I will as soon we it's like,
1: That whole history of Turbo House is right there.
3: Fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing it, man. I, I met Sergio the first gig he ever played with Wax Blender, <laughs> you know, pre-trigger effect or yeah. called Wax Blender at Lex. I think it must have been Wax Blender's like second or third show, and I was filling in on bass for this band called Outcast Twenty Seven because they're friends of mine, and I just I remember meeting him outside and we just struck up a conversation how he's been playing bass for three weeks. <laughs> and here they are playing a show and look at him now. He him owns now. the, it's, the it's turbo roads all the, collective community. All these years centered. ago. This is a long ass time ago, but yeah. Alright, so every week we do the
1: five question segment where we ask I object the to it same every time. Guest the same three questions. Then our previous guest asks a question into the future, and then you, you answer that. To question. a future guest. To a future guest. And then the fifth question is what question you'd like to ask our future guest. So you have to remember, think of a question while you're answering these. So like, use some headspace. The
2: first question is
3: who
1: would play Wait, you in what? a movie. <laughs> really, you really explained
2: it poorly this time. <laughs> I did real bad. Like for the fact that three, There's three questions that are the same each episode. The fourth question is the question from the last guest. The fifth question is your question to the next guest.
1: Oh, good. That was way better. I can't believe Jesus. I fucked that up so bad. You want to work for me, man? <laughs> you know? But I did really terribly on that. Like this is episode <laughs> yeah. 119. I've given this explanation over a hundred times, and I messed that one you up. Reading s- into his five questions so here badly. That's
3: my problem. I think my crappiness of explaining things and tangents is contagious, and maybe yes, I'm a sickness that you've inherited.
1: Oh God, no. Yeah, who would play you in a movie, Ryan?
3: Question number one: Who would play you in a movie? Oh God, probably Gary Busey. That's a good one.
1: That is a good one. I get that.
2: What about I, Jake Busey? I save Christmas all the time. How about Jake Busey? Would you? Be <laughs> I guess Jake Busey Jake for age wise. Like, age
3: could still be my dad though. But I was like, but I would, I would
1: in my head though. I want Gary Busey and like in like young people makeup yeah, like yeah. when they do that weird <laughs> yeah. thing where they like how about, smooth how about
3: out concer- the old. How about considering it's Christmas time? Gary Busey and Lethal Weapon One. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Nice with Mel Gibson's legs around his neck. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, <and> almost <laughs> mid break. Yeah, right. yeah, I, 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 I agree, Gary Busey.
1: Gary Busey. Uh, question, question number two. two, what are you afraid of?
3: Um, Gary Busey. Poor view counts. <laughs> being poor in YouTube, being in YouTube all this time, uh, working on something for like three weeks or something like that, and having viewed like ten times. I think yeah. I'm more scared of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta like, I feel. I mean, obviously,
1: we we do podcasts and stuff. We're in we're in a similar spot where you're just sort of like. It's fun just to do it, and then you have to kind of like – I mean, don't do a shitty job, but like
3: – Yeah, but it just bothers me to hell when, like, Dog Craps on Carpet gets, like, 2 million views <laughs> and stuff like that, and something you spent weeks have making. Have you seen Dog Craps on Carpet? It's pretty epic. Now, what Have you, have uh, you heard I'm about – I don't, I don't know
1: how yeah. into the internet, but have you heard about, uh, like, our cat standing up, like, on, on Reddit?
3: No, but so I just, would watch it more than my show, so it's that's It's just true.
1: cat standing up, but also, if yeah. you make a comment other than the word cat – you're banned. <laughs> so it's just pictures of cats, like, on hind legs standing, and the only comment is, like, cat. cat. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking, I was like, this is the best. And if you make another comment, it is deleted, and you are banned from the subreddit. That's amazing. <laughs> so like, man. Question, question number uh, three. Question the third.
3: Uh, if you were allowed to get a tattoo when you were 12 years old, what would it be of? Probably a Power Ranger. Which one? Um. Probably the green and the red one high fiving like at the end of an 80s movie with right. a still frame, and that would have so been. So and, and green. That's been.
2: That's I, yeah. I keep saying this episode. I uh, said this a lot of times, but I think that's my new favorite answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walter
1: actually, uh, when we when we eventually when we eventually retire this question, Walter has vowed to
3: get every tattoo that yeah. a person says. So he's yeah, gonna, everyone. Uh, he's going to get a huge mural
2: piece, huge mural whole back
3: piece, giant. Both sleeves and bag. Yeah. And ironically, considering I was 12 years old and I've grown so much since then, you know, like when one of your asshole friends takes a lighter to your toy or something like yeah. that and fucks it up. Yeah. That's exactly what those Power Rangers would have looked like by now. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten it on my belly. because would stay, what? It would stay perfectly the same size. My 12-year-old belly tattoo is just blah, I have an weird. 18-year-old belly tattoo that has <laughs> done some stretching. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, but is it a is it like a sunburst around your navel?
3: No, it's ironically uh, the the word stick. <laughs> so it used to be much thinner, and now I should change it to thick. There nice. it is. There it is.
1: I was gonna say, but just uh on the t- on the topic of Power Rangers, mm. uh, were you like you were really into Power Rangers? Yeah. Like I never, did, I don't. know how, dad, how old are you? you said you're thirty. My dad
3: was a world renowned martial artist. Okay. He is a his teacher. He is a full instructor. Under Dan and Asanto, who is one of the three black belts certified by Bruce Lee. In Bruce Lee's entire life, he only gave three black belts and said, right. "You can teach my art, G can do." Okay. And one of them was Danny. So my okay. dad's a full instructor under him. He is one of the. I'm gonna say like just he. It wasn't multiple martial art, uh, martial arts back then. It was him being curious, and he even got crap from some of his teachers for wanting to know other arts besides right. The yeah, one yeah, they yeah. Because. MMA was not like that in the 70s and 80s, you yeah. know. So, um, all that, and my father being my father, could not inspire me to even throw a jump kick. But when Power Rangers started up <laughs> kick and everything. three ninjas and all that stuff, hey. all of a sudden I got into it. So, gritted through his teeth, <laughs> he started a kids class so I could learn how to do it, which I promptly quit two months in so I could go home because it was on at the same time as Power Rangers. Hey, Dad,
1: you screwed up your karate class. <laughs> and he was
3: stuck watching <laughs> your it. Food class as well. And he was stuck. And he was stuck uh, teaching. Yeah, but I never exactly. Years. I
1: never ever got into Power Rangers. I don't know. I have well, no how old, I old are you? you? I'm 33. So, you were just too old. I think so. I was like yeah. a year, a year too old. Cause I was like, uh, I remember like when the cartoons started like phasing out and yeah. like the, those live action things, like with the Beetleborgs and Power Rangers. And then when Ninja Turtles became live VR action, VR Troopers, VR Troopers, when Ninja Turtles became live action, I was like insulted. Like, I was like, what is this? Garbage! Do you remember the live-action
3: Ninja Turtles? Not only do I know what you're talking about, there wasn't a live-action series. Yes, yes, there absolutely yes. was. The next, it's called Ninja Turtles the Next Mutation. Yeah, that series. It's if you terrible. look at the history of Nintendo, <laughs> okay. NES, are you going, Super NES, 64, GameCube, yeah, yeah, Wii, and next, yeah. Or sorry, Wii, uh, Wii, Wii U, and next. The only system that never had a, uh, a Ninja Turtle game. Was N64, and why? Because the next mutation brought down their stock so badly <laughs> that for four years, no one gave a shit about Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and the entire history of Ninja Turtles. I have erased this completely one. from my it's memory. It's real
1: app. bad. Like I mean, like all those shows. What are was this on? What channel was this? What was Fox, channel, right? Fox, it was Fox. It was a part of the Fox Kids yeah. afternoon. Ugh. But yeah, exactly. Like I remember when when those. And it was like it,
3: it was, was produced by Saban, the same yeah. people that produced. Yeah, the exactly. Power it
1: was a it was, bad, a it so. was a bad series, yeah. and like it was they said uh, when when cartoons was it like the, was it like the
2: movies? Was it like the Ninja Turtle movies?
1: Vaguely, it was like the third film.
3: Was it like the
2: same guys <laughs> in suits kind of deal? Yeah,
3: it, yeah, was, it was like dudes, picture that, but more foamy. Like, and there was a girl Ninja Turtle. Don't you remember? Like the girl Ninja Turtle, the baby light. blue, or name's yeah, Venus. Go. No. It's, there's no shredder. No, it's, it's I don't awful. have. I don't have this in my. It age. has this the most not, in uh, common with the third
1: film, yeah. <laughs> like, which is. I saying like how my
3: coffee's kicked in now, and we've been like, talking yeah, for a while. Okay. And now all of a sudden, I'm like, I remember the next mutation, man. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's four. A, But I was gonna say,
1: just to follow up on my own, my yeah. own personal like after-school viewing experience. I was like, I loved cartoons. Then those live-action kung fu things happened, and I hated them. And then when they went back to cartoons, they went back to like the mass-market anime stuff, like the like Digimon and Pokemon. and I was like, still not on board. Okay. And I was just like. I couldn't be into it anymore. It was just so sad. Like, because they, like, they really stopped making good cartoons, like, like, Ninja Turtle cartoons and the real Ghostbusters. Like, they stopped making, like, adventure cartoons, like, I don't know, at some point in the 90s, and then they started making those live-action kung fu things, and yeah. then they realized they could just dub something that happened in Japan, like, and just shoot that out. Well, and there's like,
3: this huge anime boom, like, uh, that I was a little too old for, like you're saying, but yeah, a are yeah. too old. I was 14. And I remember watching an underclassman, two underclassmen, two tiny little kids get in a fight over a Pokemon card and fucking deck each other in the face in the cafeteria. And I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm too old for this <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm gonna go try to kiss a girl or something." And then you. And then when did. I was 21, I'm just like, "So tell me about that Pokemon shit." You're <laughs> like, "And then I,
1: when I was 21, I finally, finally kissed, kissed a girl." girl yeah. Uh, so we've established this is actually fortunate that we've established that you do have a significant other. Yeah. Uh, because question th- four, question four from Scott Andrew Carter and Jacob Greco was, uh, what makes your significant other very mad at you?
3: Um, getting really? blackout that was drunk.
1: The that was the question, man. Getting blackout drunk. Getting blackout drunk. Absolutely. <laughs> so why it, do you? It, hap- it happened. So why recently? do you
3: still do it? Well, because it's fun. Oh. Uh, but uh, no. But what, as long as she. I was ne- No, no. I was never intending to get blackout drunk. This is the thing. It's almost like. During mid dra- drinking, a ninja comes up and puts a blow dart in my neck, and uh, <laughs> that says, "You will remember nothing." Yeah, exactly. And and it just sneaks up on me. I don't say to myself, "Well, gee whiz, this last shot is going to make me b- forget yeah, five yeah, hours yeah. of my life and puke on the floor." Well,
1: I find like like the term like one too many is like in reference yeah. to that drink. Like you have more after the one too many. Yeah. But you usually there's like a, a cog like a, you're, you're like cognitive for most of the evening. Then you're like then I have this one drink and then the rest of it's a blur. Yeah. Usually it's a shot. Yeah.
3: <laughs> usually you're like drinking beer or whatever. It's a shot. Seriously. And then you're just
1: like you have like one shot and then you're like and then it was a blur. Do well, you guys was
3: remember my... being like uh well, I don't know how old you were when you first drank hard alcohol, but I remember very well. I was uh 15 Three. and it was vodka and I just I was used to the consuming the amount of liquid of beer to yeah. get said drunk. Yeah. And I was not used to the fact that maybe a quarter of that in vodka yeah, yeah. equals worse. You so, may have been at the party
1: when uh, when the Razzes had Rocktoberfest. You might have been there. Maybe. Um, I don't know if Catherine's ever told there. you about this. Catherine and I were super poor at the time. Oh, is
2: this the guy who died dead in the
1: bathroom? Yeah, the guy who died. He, didn't die. he didn't die. No <laughs> one died. No one died. No, no one, one actually died. died. But it Christ. was like, we we were like, Raz and I were like super poor, so we like split a bottle of vodka. Because like a bottle of vodka for two people is like, I'm going to get trashed. You yeah. put a bottle of vodka. Two ways it's gone. So we're like, boop, 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 making vodka mixers. We get to the fridge and it's like straight empty. Because some like 17 year old kid we found out later, like popped it open and was like, I'm going to get fucked up and like chugged it and just like chugged back easily like two thirds of a bottle of vodka yeah. and then got crazy alcohol poisoning, was like falling down the stairs, was throwing up everywhere. We had to call the paramedics to be like, he's dying. Yeah. Like this guy is straight up dying and it was like nine thirty at the party too <laughs> We're like, like, party had not started everybody's like still mingling phase and this kid's like rah, like falling all over himself like n- coming in and out of consciousness we're like he has alcohol poisoning because he drank
3: all of our vodka it was the worst
1: yep. ryan stick what question would you like to ask to our future guest
3: oh um considering everything we've been talking about wait uh, a future guest is going to be like next right now yes exactly okay uh what earmuffs, do you're muffs earmuffs peter <laughs> Uh, uh, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, yeah. oh no, no. I, I change it. No, no, I'm changing it. What is the most disappointing Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Better. Yeah. I but I didn't celebrate Christmas. What was the most disappointing We're Kwanzaa you. <laughs> gift
1: you've ever gotten? <laughs> I don't celebrate Kwanzaa either. What is I the bo- know. I'm going to ask both questions to Peter because I think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is the most disappointing? W- Walter, what was your most disappointing Christmas present?
2: Fucking a goddamn Aladdin on a fucking carpet, and it was supposed to glide around the fucking hard floor. But then, like the commercials made it seem like it would hover around and shit. But then it was just like this plastic bag that inflated that like shoot out, that shot it shot out. Like of a hover. It was like a hovercraft. It was bullshit. It didn't do anything. It didn't hover at all. It just no. it was supposed to. It just it was. Crap. I mean, like a real hovercraft. It made a lot of hover. noise. It it required like nine batteries or some shit. you good. What you do you want? For, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, what uh, what do I want for Christmas? WrestleMania tickets. Uh, I, you know, I don't know, man. Uh... <laughs> just... Well,
0: fuck that. Oh, I'm you
2: know returning them. <laughs> you know what I do want? I saw this. If anybody wants to get this for me, there's they're 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 putting out all of Mitch Hedberg's uh, discography on yeah. vinyl. That'd be nice. That's cool. That's like four disc set, I suppose. Yeah, it's like three albums. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Ryan, worst Christmas present? I guess I ask answer your own question.
3: Uh, worst. Um, my grandmother dying.
1: Oh,
0: that's my <laughs> a presence. I know, it's kind of You're like, too. that
3: was God's Christmas present. No, worst Christmas present. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it was just, it was a vibe. It was, uh, my mom, like, you know, like I said, I'm kind of like, despite the fact that I have Christmas charity shows every year, and I'm yeah. like, literally being a cheerleader, I celebrate the more debaucherous part of having, you know, drinking with your friends, like all of our songs are, we've got a song called the Jameson Grinch, mm-hmm. you know, and Dirty December, that kind of stuff, celebrating the sexualization of Christmas. But my mom is the traditional, the traditional. Let's all get together, warm, cozy fire, that kind of stuff. So my mom was in Toronto with my sick grandmother, and my sister was in England, who was also kind of, you know, not as happy as my mom, but slightly. So it was just another spirit of Christmas. My dad and my ex girlfriend sitting around awkwardly, being like. Giving each other presents, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just severe. (laughs) It felt like the life had been sucked out of the entire thing. So anything I got that year was equally worse. Oh,
1: what's and what do you want this year? What do I want this year? Um, a sold out holiday hooligan show. Am I right? I sold out
3: holiday hooligan
1: show. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want
3: to, I I want (laughs) to, I want to go through the Christmas season feeling like I accomplished something.
1: That's fun. So I'd have no disappointing Christmas present because I didn't have any Christmas. I guess that's the most disappointing Christmas
3: present (laughs) of all. do you celebrate (laughs) Hanukkah? No, I was,
1: I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. So, I just, I had nothing, but it was like I had two weeks off. Where just uh, just be glad
2: that you know your expectations weren't raised every single year. Raised? You know, for this period of for that period of time.
1: Yeah, I guess it never it was never magical, whatever. But yeah, it was like so me like my Christmas memories are always like two weeks off from school, which is great. But then like of those two weeks, like four or five days where I couldn't see most of my friends because they were busy with Christmas. So I was just like, what? I'm like, who wants to play? They're like, no, I'm busy with Christmas. I'm like, okay. So it's just like me like building snow forts by myself, being like, I hope someone comes Outside or whatever. Like, I remember seeing Christmas mornings. I remember, like, watching to see if the kids got, like, snow stuff okay. and, like, came out of the house to play because I was like, I'm going outside to play. Like, once they got stuff, I would, like, run out across
3: the street and be like, What'd you guys get? And then just, like, playing with their sleds. You're blowing my mind, man. I find that so interesting. <laughs> right? Christmas was very, very weird. I so was just like... spoiled little shit, man. <laughs> like, thinking about it now, I'm Like, you know, every time a really wicked awesome Nintendo would come out, mm. I'd get it, but. My mom, you who's a Westbound terrible liar. Yeah. My mom is an awful liar. You could be like, Mom, tell me this. Uh, tell me your phone is blue. And yes. and and she would be like, it's blue. <laughs> but when it comes to me getting Christmas presents as a kid, she could fool the FBI. Yeah, yeah, like, she yeah. is so good at false leads and, uh, <laughs> you know, false hopes. I was convinced I wasn't going to get the Nintendo 64 in 1997, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> and, uh, man, when I opened that up, it was like, I don't know, there's fireworks going off hey. in my brain, man. My my one story about Presence,
1: I don't know if, if I've told you about this as it happened. You know, uh, I have the DJ Hero controller, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I played the DJ, DJ Hero, and I really enjoyed it. I was never a fan of Guitar Hero. I got really into the DJ Hero game. And Sarah was like that's the dumbest thing you're never bringing into that house we're not having this plastic thing like shits on it constantly she's like do not buy this it's a waste of everybody's time it's a waste of everybody's money i'm not having that on my thing you're stupid for liking it yeah you know and just like, i was like but it's so much fun she's like no it's dumb and just like shits on it and then like gave it to me over the holidays and i was just like i was like i didn't know i was like Am I gonna allowed to have it out? Oh, like, am I gonna, like, can I keep it on the TV stand? <laughs> like, she had like so like negatively reinforced me, I didn't even know if I wanted it anymore. <laughs> you know? I was just like, I was like, do I am, I, am I allowed to play this? Like, you literally spent months telling me how garbage she was like, yeah, I really wanted to make sure you didn't buy it yourself. Because she has like, a, she has like a nightmare scenario always. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 Christmas presents because yeah. I, because I grew up without Christmas. Yeah, I don't think to wait like holiday presents and things are on sale. I'll be like, I bought myself all the time. Dude, things. when was
3: your first Christmas? Technically, then
1: first
2: Christmas
1: probably would have been with one of my ex-girlfriends at around like 19 or 20. Okay. Where it would be like, and I went to a family Christmas. And I'm still not even super engaged. I just invented my own And holiday. you're like the
2: whole time just being like audibly saying, the fuck is this now? What is happening? Why are you hanging socks on the wall? <laughs> this is bananas. All
1: right. So to go plug yourself. Turbo House. Yeah. December 17th. Yeah, come Holiday talk about useless Canadian pop culture. Exactly. Right? Uh, you're going to see the Holiday Hooligans play. Yeah. Do you have opening acts? PJ Phil I'm um, working
3: on working it. Working on opening acts. Yeah. PJ
1: Phil Guerrero. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess you always have You, Me, and YTV online for your Yeah, your You, Me, and YTV.
3: Uh, if you want to go look on – well, Facebook is where we put everything first because Facebook hides YouTube links, if you haven't noticed. Nice. Yeah. You, Facebook wants to become its own YouTube. So, anytime you put YouTube uh, links yeah, on you there, they, they, hide, they hide the feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of the times, hence why everyone's views have gotten so crappy. So when you put it on Facebook, it automatically there's even autoplay on people's walls in the feed and stuff like that, so the numbers go up way more. And to an insecure individual like me and I wake up and I see 400 views, I feel a little bit better about my life.
1: So thanks autoplay. Yeah, thanks autoplay.
3: Anyway, um, facebook.com slash YTV. We're on Twitter now, Twitter at YTV, and uh, YouTube. Yep. YouTube.com/slash/yumiandytv. I like. to so do you have anything else that you
1: want to want to plug before we're closing up? Uh um, Show you have your channel.
3: Oh yeah, show channel. Uh, I don't know. Did you did you in your dabble. superhero business? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You, I like how you know about my life more than I do. Right. I almost. Yeah, like I, I work in a I work in a company called Hero Party Montreal. Me and my friend. We, uh, we're damn good at what we do. Dress up as heroes for we kids. We dress up as superheroes for kids' birthday parties. And instead and, uh, of booking
1: creepy John, Wasey John yeah. Gacy clowns, you can yeah. book Captain America.
3: Exactly. Captain America, Batman. I would like to give a special shout-out, though, because right now they're doing it. Okay. This, uh, these guys, the Montreal X-Men, they're uh, doing charity stuff for Sun Youth. Okay. All month. And uh yeah, uh, those guys are great. You know, at first I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Why
1: are you getting in my superhero game? But
3: they've been at they've been at this for years. <laughs> and uh Pierre, the well, Peter, Pierre, uh, mm-hmm. the Wolverine. He's a, he's a great guy, and he's great with kids, and he's got bigger muscles than I do. So right. he's uh, he's he's a good guy, and they Sweet. deserve a plug.
1: I'm gonna name my first child Peter Pierre Wolverine. B- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh This has been Go Plug Yourself. Thanks for coming Thanks out, guys. Ryan. That was awesome. I Believe this was the first time you're in the podcast. Crazy. Bye.
2: Happy Bye. holidays. those
0: sweet sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of leland beckman and oral turpitude We're not working, why should you?